Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. What's going on? What's happening? It's your birthday episode extravaganza. Whoop. whoop. Wow. You know, I love this episode. You do. You know, yeah, because I get to pick. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you're new here, birthday the way birthday episodes go yes. is the birthday person gets to pick the topics. The topics, yeah. and they don't have to be magical. They That's can right. be literally whatever they want. Right, so, right. She's excited. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Went and smoked a cig in between that sentence. <laughs> We might say that it's really early. Yeah, we had to, just the way our schedule worked out this week, it's currently like 6.30 in the morning. Uh, and if you know us, you know that ain't good. That's not good. Yeah, so if I have trouble pronouncing words on the regular... It's going to be extra gonna bad be, today. Yeah, it's going to be extra bad. Yeah, and if you're watching us on Patreon, you know, you can watch <laughs> us on video. Uh, don't look at me today because I woke up at 6 because I was like, I can't get up any earlier than that. I was up that. at 5. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. I literally can't. I don't get up at I'll 5 pay for big. anybody. <laughs> That's not happening. I'll pay big later. We're supposed to sit down at 6.30. I got up at 6. And then you know what? I got hit with the poops. So it was either poop. <laughs> or put on makeup and I, you know, <laughs> girls got to do what a girl's got to do. I had to poop. So <laughs> I'm looking extravagant today, as always. <laughs> so just look away. Um, yeah, but it was your birthday, yeah. what, two days ago? Yes. What did we do? It was awesome. I got to pick what we wanted to do. Of course. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> I just wanted to stay at home and, um, you know, have dinner and watch movies. Yeah. Well, hey, we decorated <laughs> I'm for such Halloween. A, I'm such a thrillist. Yeah. yeah, we did. And now, typically, I am not an early decorator. You're not. I'm going to say that. You are. I Yeah. I am not. As soon as September hits, specifically, I'm like, let's, let's get it on. I'm like, let's get October 1st. That's good. Yeah, wow, December 1st, that's good. Yeah, no, see. Yeah. But since we have so much coming up, you know, we've, we have an arrival coming. We and, do, yeah. You know, we don't know when that's going to happen or what's going on. It was like, we better just get the house ready. You wanted the that's house ready. That's my Virgo brain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's really what it was. Let's just get it ready. You wanted the house all spooky for Bambino's yeah. arrival. Yeah, yeah, Cute lore. Yeah, so we uh, decorated the house and got that all together and then watched a bunch of cool movies. We did, and me and Jake made her pizza. Yes. From scratch. That was fun. And linguine with clam sauce, yeah. which I love. Ugh. You don't. I did not partake in that. Now, I got to say, Jake is a phenomenal cook. He is. Never well, made it Never made it before in no. his life. No. I just said, this is what I want. And I, was, said, okay. I was hankering for it. <laughs> he made it from scratch and uh, it was the best I've ever had. Better than any restaurant I've ever had it oh, in. So he there you is go. very talented. Well, he, could be, yes. he could be a chef. Yes, if he Jake, to be. you could. You could. You little cutie over mm-hmm. there. So, so wonderful. Yeah, I mean, you know, another year older. How do you feel? Um, well, I got to say, you know what? I feel like age is just a number. So yeah. I don't give a shit about that. Okay. I don't give a shit about like 
getting wrinkles. No, oh, you know, I've, I've earned every single one it's of those bitches. Life, girl. That's yeah. right. Age gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't give a shit about that. But I will say that in the mail, <laughs> I got an application for AARP. Oh, no. I and don't I was know like, what, what that the is. hell is that? <laughs> I had to look it up. The American, I don't know what it is, but I know it means that you're old. <laughs> oh, okay. The, the American, American <laughs> Association of Retired Persons. Yeah. Retired, yeah. Retired persons. Yeah. Okay. That She's ain't like, me. I was going to say, you can't retire, girl. I'm so sorry. Not yet. I <laughs> Subscribe work- to our Patreon. <laughs> Thank you. I work harder now than I've ever worked. Oh, Lord. <laughs> You're killing it, though. You're killing it. You yeah. Know what? You can't be stopped. So when I say I feel old, it's just I'm overworked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so that came, and I was like, hmm, this must mean I'm a senior citizen. The old geezer. <laughs> and then, you know how the phone has ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hate it. So, hate it. But um, in my feed, I got this, you know, story that said um, swear words or curse words okay. from the 1950s oh, that we should bring back. So they think you're like, <laughs> I was like, now, bitch, I don't mind being as old as I am, but don't make me don't older. Don't age me another I 10 years. I was not born in the 50s. But I had to write down a few of these because I thought... These were curse words. Oh, hey, no. maybe we can, you know, give you these. Do you want me to try then, to work some into and you today's can maybe, episode? You can maybe work some in and maybe okay. for future reference, instead of saying fuck, you can like say well, some of these, some of these you know, 50s curse words. You know, we'll see how it goes. I'm not really down with what was going on in the 50s. I have a <laughs> feeling it was pretty tame. I feel like it's um, appropriate for today's episode. It is, yes. <laughs> All right, so get bent. Get, you know what? That one's pretty cool. Get bent, motherfucker. You're like, drop dead. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't add the motherfucker. That kind of defeats the purpose. But. Well, oh, fudge. Okay. Or no. fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh fudge. fudge. No. Instead of just saying fuck. No, I don't like Scram. That. Get out of my facial. Scram. You know what? I like I like get out of my facial. Scram. No, that's what scram means. Oh, okay. Get out of my facial is not from the 50s. That's that was from, from Buffy. <laughs> uh, make like a tree and leave. Okay, like that was that was considered a curse word. Go away. Okay, I'm gonna give you a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a knuckle sandwich. Like I feel like that was I'm gonna punch a- you in the mouth. <laughs> I like how you're telling us all what they mean. Well, sure, because how would you know? Stuff it. Fuck off. <laughs> Put a lid on it. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you do say that. I do one say every, that every once in a while. I'm showing my age. Uh, Riff raff. What's that? An undesirable. Oh. <laughs> you know, kind of like, I wonder if that's where they got the riffraff. The character of riffraff. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. Well. And last but not least, a party pooper. Oh, no. <laughs> a dud. <laughs> not cool. You're not cool enough. <laughs> You're not cool enough. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't like any of those. <laughs> Get bent was the closest. Get bent. To, that one has some oomph. oomph. Yeah. I'll give you a knuckle sandwich. Yeah, I'll just punch you in the fucking face. Like, you know what I mean? So what Leanne's saying is she is not going to incorporate No, you know what? I'll try. Okay. I'll try to work some in. I'll probably forget in about two seconds and it'll never happen. There you go. Well, I'm so sorry that those made you sad and made you feel even older than you already (laughs) are. But you know what? I asked on Instagram uh, uh-huh. for people to shower you with some birthday love. Would oh, you like fun. to hear what some of our listeners said? Yeah, that would be awesome. Okay. We got, you know, a lot of happy birthday lore. Have an mm-hmm. amazing day. Mm-hmm. I hope your day was lovely. 
That's uh, lovely. The world is a much better place with you in it. Oh. Cute. Uh, we got, you're quite literally the coolest person, the reason I started watching Uncle Bob's. You know what? I'll remember that. <laughs> it's all right. No. <laughs> Your chopped liver over there. That's yeah, fine. Oh, uh, you're the best around. Happy, happy birthday. I love both of you guys, but being a Virgo son myself, Lore speaks to my soul. All right. This wasn't roast Lee. <laughs> no, and I'm expect the fucking same energy on my birthday. I'm taking notes. I am taking notes. Uh, happy birthday to my favorite podcast, Mom. Uh, may all of your plants thrive. Yes. Keep rocking. Happy birthday to the most magical mama out there. <laughs> uh, you are such a loving and healing presence. Oh, oh no. Nice. Look how beautiful. That's so nice. Thank you for sharing your healing energy with us. Oh, nice. Uh, thank you for every time you made me cry while washing the dishes. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> Happy birthday, you absolute icon and magical queen. Wow. Happy birthday, lore, Virgo, realness. <laughs> oh, my yes. God. A lot of things about plants. Yes. Like, yes. enjoy your plants today. That's yes. cute. Uh, and they just go on and on. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank Isn't you, everybody, nice? for all my birthday wishes. That's wonderful. Here's one that says, we love you so much. Thanks for being everyone's internet mom. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's so nice. Isn't that cute, Laura? Yeah. Look at all of this love. That is awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks. That means a lot. Yeah. Thanks for helping her gloss over the AARP invitation. <laughs> <laughs> really softened the blow. <laughs> I won't be joining, even for the free koozie. I'm not kidding. You get a free koozie, I'd join. If you give me something free, chances are That's I'll join. That's the thing. They send you that slap in the face, and then you have to pay to join. <laughs> Yeah, damn, it's not even free? Fuck. And then they give you tidbits and information about growing old. I don't know. <laughs> Here's where your life is going to start going downhill. Enjoy the koozie. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> All right, well, with that, are you ready to get into it? I am ready to get into Birthday it. Birthday girl. All right. All right, uh, do we have patrons to thank? We have one new patron to All thank. All right. Woo! Julie, thank you so much. All right. Welcome to Welcome. the family. Yeah. Yes. Uh, go check out our Patreon. Do it's it. It's the best way to support the show. It keeps the show going. You know, we exist off of yes. community support, so yes. thank you so much. There's a lot help. of fun stuff over there. Put it in the Help Lore Retire Fund. <laughs> yes. We should just name it that. <laughs> Honest to God. Uh, yeah, go check it out. You get a bunch of cool shit. Yeah. We're going to be having a baby shower for yes. me and Jake mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning of September yes. for $10 and up. So go check it out. Awesome. Uh, or you can rate us on Apple and Spotify. Five mm -hmm. stars, please. Yes. Uh, if you don't, what's the threat this week, Jake? If you do not rate us on both Apple and Spotify, <laughs> once again, I'm breaking into the hospital. Oh, no. Changing your birth record to put you well <laughs> over 50 and signing you up for your very own AARP membership. Oh, damn. You can join Laura. saying? I'm well over 50. <laughs> She's like, now wait a damn no, minute. No, damn. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, go fucking rate us. Jake looked it up the other day and said, I'm officially a senior citizen. Yeah. She was having a... <laughs> She's like, all right, give me the alcohol. I was like, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, what did you pick for me? Did I pick for you? Yeah. Uh, the Stepford Wives. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to explain this? <laughs> She, so, yeah, you could pick whatever you want. Yeah. Again, it doesn't have to be magical. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. So why why'd you give me the Stepford Wives? Well, you know, it's interesting that it's falling on this day because I got another notification today saying that it was Women's Equality Day. 
Oh, okay. Wow. I think this ties in very well. Okay, Why did sure. I pick this for you? It is considered a horror, a psychological horror. It is, yes. The original, 1975. But you didn't give me the original. No, <laughs> I gave you the remake. No, there's where, you know, normally these birthday episodes come with a, a little fuck you. <laughs> We try to be mean to each other. And instead of giving me the original, which I've never seen. Right, right. I've never, I don't know how. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just missed it. Uh, you gave me the 2004. Yeah, you had never seen this one either. I had never seen this one either because, I don't know, the cast just didn't, didn't speak to doesn't me. Doesn't speak to you. Um, you know, we're continuing my clinker. <laughs> the clinker train is still fucking rolling. Thanks, Lord. God. <laughs> Can't get away from these shitty ass fucking movies. So, uh, as you can guess, I did not enjoy this film. <laughs> Thank wow. you, Lord. Wow. So, 2004 dark comedy slash mm-hmm. horror slash sci fi film. Yeah. Thanks for the little sci fi nod. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rated PG 13. Hmm. There's my issue. Yep. There's my issue. I think they could have just pushed it a little farther. Yes. Gone with an R rating uh-huh. and, you know, upped the ante a little bit. <laughs> okay. Made it a little bit more horror. Yes. Uh, this is a remake of the 1975 film by the same name, as you mentioned. And the tagline is, the wives of Stepford have a secret. All right. A little intriguing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, what's that mean? A screenplay by Paul Rudnick. Mm. Based on Era Levin's 1972 novel by the same name. Yes. Directed by Frank Oz. Ooh. Okay, here's your cast. Okay. Nicole Kidman as Joanna Eberhardt. Eberhardt? Eberhardt. <laughs> Eberhardt. Say, they probably said it like a thousand times in the movie. Don't remember. <laughs> uh, I, I think I've said this before. Nicole Kidman is not my favorite actress. Like, no. I like her. Yes. Obviously, we love her in mm. Practical Magic. Right. But it, I, like, if she's a lead, I'm not like, oh, I have to see that immediately. Right, 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 I mean? right. Yeah. But Bette Midler yes. is in this as Bobby Markowitz. And she Iconic. stole the fucking show. Right. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, John Lovitz as Dave Markowitz. Matthew Broderick as Walter Cresby. Uh, Glenn Close is Claire Wellington. Christopher Walken is Mike Wellington. Roger Bart is Roger Bannister. And Faith Hill as Sarah Sunderson. Faith Hill. <laughs> Faith Hill. I don't know how the fuck she got in here. We're watching that and I'm like, is that Faith Hill? Like what? Iconic country singer. Kiss, 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 <laughs> kiss. <laughs> is that her? That is her. Okay, that yeah, that's her. Don't sue me <laughs> for my beautiful rendition. Uh, so, yeah, the cast was kind of stacked. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has a lot of heavy hitters yeah, in heavy there. heavy hitters. Uh, so here's your rundown. Are you ready? I am okay. ready. I had to take I'm a breath. I'm like, <laughs> All right, we open to a montage of 1950s. There you go, Laura. You know, the year you were born. Uh, advertisements featuring women either promoting kitchen appliances yes. or being enamored by them. <laughs> oh, a whisk. You know what I mean? Like, they were like, fuck yeah. Ooh, ah. I'm, I'm assuming these are real. They, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to go ahead and assume these are real advertisements. This is why this is great, because your generation and beyond have not had to yeah. encounter this. Thank you, fucking God. <laughs> I'd start lighting everything on fire. Uh, we are then introduced to Joanna Eberhardt, the most successful president and reality television producer at the EBS network. Mm. All right, she's giving a speech at a big corporate event for the network's affiliates. Joanna is bold. She's got, like, a sleek pixie haircut. Right, right. I mean, she's a legend in the industry. She's like a hard ass. She's kicking ass and taking names. Yes, Uh, and she's promoting her new garbage reality television shows that seem to all be about, like, 
men versus women. Uh, like, that seems to be mm-hmm, the theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and as she's doing this, a man named Hank interrupts her. And the man <laughs> playing Hank is Ned Schneebly <laughs> from School <laughs> <laughs> And I like I will never see him as anyone but Ned Schneebly. And you know he wrote that. I know. Like, <laughs> but I can't. You're Ned Schneebly. I know. You are Ned Schneebly. Yeah. Uh, Schneebly. Schneebly. <laughs> Hank is totally distraught because he was featured on one of Joanna's shows and his wife ends up leaving him because of oh, it. Oh, bummer. Uh, so he pulls out a gun and tries to shoot her. <laughs> Jake's like, Ned Schneebly, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, but he gets tackled before he does some major damage. Okay. <laughs> uh, no one was hurt. No. Uh, the network fires Joanna because Ooh. the whole thing is a PR nightmare. Uh. Okay. And she has a complete nervous collapse that lands her in the hospital. Okay. Cheese, cracker, done. Done. Uh, her husband, Walter, decides that moving to a quiet Connecticut suburb with their two kids is what will help her out. I'm After sure electroshock therapy, they like Oof. flip that in there. I yeah. was like, is that what they just fucking said? I yeah. had to rewind that. There's the horror. Yes. Uh, they pull up to the gated town of Stepford and everything seems very polished. Pristine. Pristine. Big houses. The yards are like yeah. all the same with pristine plants. You get the. Yeah. 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 Uh, they are greeted by Mrs. Wellington, a real estate agent with perfectly primped blonde hair <laughs> wearing a perfect little sundress. She's like, welcome to Stepford. I'm like, oh my God. You're like, right there. I'm out. I would have been like, all right, that's enough. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm getting back in the car. She shows the family their new giant-ass house, Mm -hmm. okay, and the next day takes Joanna for a tour of the town. Mm. Uh, We notice that every woman in Stepford seems to dress, act, talk, and walk in the exact same way Mm -hmm. as Mrs. Wellington. Yeah. That little, hi. (laughs) Can you imagine if I talked like that? Oh, my gosh. Leanne, your stomach is already turning. I can see. It really, I paused this. What, you came into my room to, like, check in. And I was 13 minutes into the film, and I said, Lord, this movie is fucking garbage. I'm mad. (laughs) This is making me mad. (laughs) And I know that's the point. Uh, That is the point. That is the point. But it's, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Get bent. Ooh, (laughs) nice, nice. I got one point. That's what I wanted to say to this film. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Uh, There's lots of pink going on with these women. Lots of makeup. Lots of push-up bras and heels. (laughs) Uh, and I think Joanna says that they are flight attendant friendly. Oh. Like, they're just, you know yes, what I mean? Yes. A little too friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joanna questions this and is told that the women must always look their best for their husbands. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, you want to try that one more time? <laughs> Let's roll that back. Uh, luckily, Joanna meets Bobby. This is Bette Midler. She's this fucking been, hilarious. This would be Lee. Oh, yeah. this Yeah, for sure. Since she wearing like a band t-shirt. <laughs> She's in a deep purple shirt. Immediately. <laughs> yes. She's a well-known writer, okay, and she's pointing out the lack of diversity in this town because yes. it's looking a little white, a little white and blonde, <laughs> you know what I mean? I get you. Yeah, um, and Joanna recognizes her because she's read her books, yeah. and <laughs> this was Jake's favorite part. She was like, what's that new book you just wrote about the relationship with your mother? And she's like, I love you, but please die. <laughs> That's what it was called. Like, she's fucking hysterical. Yeah. Uh, Bobby was brought to Stepford by her husband, Dave, who is clearly annoyed at her sass and independence. Mm -hmm, He's mm -hmm. not into it. Right. Uh, And they also meet Roger, a gay architect who was brought to Stepford by his longtime partner, Jerry, Mm -hmm. who thinks Roger is way too over the top. He is also hilarious. He is hilarious, yeah. Uh, The three of them really, you know what I mean? Yeah. They make the movie. They do. Uh, Joanna, Bobby, and Roger are all hanging out at the town's 4th of July party Mm -hmm. when a woman named Sarah, this is Faith Hill, (laughs) 
<laughs> don't know what she's doing in there. She seems to glitch out while dancing. I don't know how else to describe it. She's dancing, and all of a sudden, she, like, can't stop, and she's like, do-si-do, do-si-do, do-si-do. <laughs> she, like, starts sparking. <laughs> She's spinning so fast it's that like she just starts smoking. <laughs> no one, right, and no one in town but these three. Yeah, the three outcasts really uh, are like seem what to pay any attention to yeah. it. Uh, the whole thing is brushed under the carpet, but Joanna can't let it go. Right. Obviously, she's like she was fucking sparking from her head. She's, she's like, oh fudge. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good one. <laughs> yes. Uh, so her, Bobby, and Roger head to Sarah's house the next day to see like what the fuck was up. They're mm-hmm. like, let's go see if she's They're okay. Sleuthing. They're sleuthing. Yeah. Uh, and what they find is not cute, okay? <laughs> Essentially, they stumble upon a remote control labeled Sarah mm-hmm. that controls her as if she were a robot. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to explain what is going on out of order. Okay. Uh, but to help us all out, here's okay. what's happening. At one point, Joanna gets cornered at the men's association mm-hmm. where all of the men get to hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, where everything is explained by Mike Wellington, seemingly the leader, Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the men who are married to CEOs, executives, judges, okay, yeah. powerful people. Powerful, yeah. Yeah, are sick of feeling lesser than their powerful partners, mm, okay? So mm-hmm. they stick them in Stepford's female improvement system. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Where a nano chip is placed in their brain to program them in order to fit the men's standards. <clears throat> That is a horror movie. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. While women were trying to become men, men decided to become gods. Ooh. Quote, unquote. <laughs> Excuse me. You should have oh, seen the looks I was giving Jake. I was like, are you fucking hearing <laughs> this shit? <laughs> I am over this. Uh, so that's what's going on. Yeah. Okay, Roger is the first of our little threesome to get turned. Okay, yeah. His Versace clothes and Orlando Bloom <laughs> framed picture. <laughs> Uh, get trashed, and in exchange, he gets a new boring wardrobe, a white man swoop-de-doo haircut, oh, no. and a conformist personality. Bye-bye, ah. Roger. Uh, then down goes Bobby. Oh, no. Oh, no. Her wild brown curls are traded in for a blonde bob. <laughs> oh, no. And all she can think about is baking. Oh, my gosh, because her house is like a complete mess, right? Yeah, like it's <laughs> a, a joke that all she does is write. Yeah. She's a writer, and she doesn't have time to clean her house. It's like a fucking mess. And... <laughs> Joanna goes to see her and it's all pristine and yeah. there's cupcakes everywhere. Yeah. And she's like, I, you know, I got my new cookbooks. And, uh, <laughs> at one point, I think she like holds her hand over the stove by accident. Yeah. And she doesn't feel it. So right. obviously they're like fucking robots. Something's amok. Something is amok. So here's your speed round wrap up. Yes. Okay. Walter and Joanna pretend to go through with Joanna's microchip implantation. Uh-huh. Uh, so we think she's a Stepford wife for a little bit at right. one point. She's got the blonde hair. She's mm-hmm. wearing the dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really they were plotting. They were plotting. Uh, Joanna distracts everyone while Walter sneaks into the transformation room and destroys the microchip software, returning everyone to normal. Love that. Okay. Turns out this was all concocted by Claire Wellington. Mm. Okay, so a woman. A woman. Uh, A brain surgeon and genetic engineer who turned her husband, Mike, into a robot after he cheated on her. Okay. uh, Did not like that twist. I did not like that twist. That's an interesting take. I guess there could be a conversation had about that. But I was like, eh, don't like that. Yeah. Uh, Claire ends up dying 
Okay, she like, <laughs> so Mike is a robot. That's Christopher Walken. Somehow he gets his head cut off. That's how we, it's revealed that he's a robot. Right. And uh, Glenn Close kisses him and electrocutes herself and dies. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, this fucking movie is fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> Who, like, decided this was the ending? Oh, no. Uh, so she dies and we flash to six months later. Mm-hmm. Okay, Joanna, Bobby, and Roger are on Larry King telling their story. Right. And they reveal that the men are now all under house arrest back in Stepford. Nice. So the tables have turned. Right, right. And that is the end of the <laughs> film. How do we feel? You know, I like this film. Do you this I version? Do. Um, I see. I've seen both. <laughs> I like both versions. Do you really? I do. See, I do. I am shocked. Because this was so bad. Like, it, the acting was bad. The the story was bad. I love Bette Midler in this. And the guy that played Roger. Hilarious. Awesome. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, it, I think it's just the premise. Okay. Of, yeah. like, what I still grew up with. Like, you know, yeah. still with that ideology. Right. That, you know, you stay home and cook and clean and the man goes to work and the whole, you know. So watching that table turning, I, I don't like the Glenn Close. It, it's not mm. that way in the original. But Okay. Again, I was going to ask. Because I've never seen the original. I've never read the book. So I don't know how, you know. Yeah. But I figured it wasn't like that. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like that. That was an interesting twist. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So my lesson is kind of the lesson is the lesson. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like you want, I think you can understand what the movie is talking about. They're not being. You know, shy about what they're correct. Tra- correct. What they're trying to have a conversation about the power dynamics right. between men and women. What's expected of women? Right. You get it. Um. So I just figured I would. <laughs> I'm like, I don't. That was really all. I wasn't going to talk well, about nano chips. No, no, no. I mean, it's interesting because you know, Stepford wife is. In it's, the lexicon. It is. You know, right. as a, you know, describing someone as, you know, conforming. Correct. You know, Correct. so it's interesting that that has, you know, made its way into pop culture. Yeah. yeah. It mm-hmm. kind of went past the pop culture sphere. Yeah. If yeah. you didn't know, that's why that term means what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like conversations like this. Like right. I, you know what I mean? And I like them taking the horror... Right route because yeah. that you know yeah. makes sense. Um, it was just the movie was bad. Do you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, just, like not what a year good movie. did you say? Two thousand and four. Yeah, yeah. two thousand four. Yeah. You know, yeah. not not a great year for film. No, I would argue, but yeah, you know. Uh, so you actually found an article. <laughs> I did. Um, like a month ago, and I was like, yeah. this is hilarious. I have to save this. So this is <laughs> what my lesson is because again, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, you know, women are still being treated very poorly, you know, as we just got some of our rights taken away. Yes. (laughs) Okay, but I don't want to make the conversation too heavy. We all know how we feel over here. Yeah. That, you know, again, get fucking bent. Right. Uh, But you found an article to prove that, like, this is actually what the fuck was going on at this time period. Because if you're my age, you might not realize that this was... (laughs) This was a thing. Yeah, Yeah, the way this movie was treating women, that's exactly what was expected. So this uh, article is entitled Tips to Look After Your Husband... And it was from a 1950s home economics book. <laughs> okay, so Jake, are you ready? This so what is a, we're teaching in school. This was what was being taught in school. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> I haven't, like, read all of these because, you know, I start to, like, fume. <laughs> I start to glitch out. <laughs> Has it given you any ideas to take better care of me? <sighs> Jake, you just shut your mouth. <laughs> Do they even teach home economics anymore? Dude, I don't know. Uh, they did when I was in school. You had to, like, sew and shit, and yeah. I broke the sewing machine so many times. 
Did they teach you to cook? Yeah, I think. I yeah. had those classes too. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, and I broke the sewing machine so many times <laughs> that they told me I couldn't use it anymore. And they're like, get out. Go to wood shop. Make a lamp. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is not the place for you. All right. So, number one, have dinner ready. <laughs> Plan ahead, even the night before, to have a delicious meal on time. This is a way of letting him know that you've been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. Motherfucker. (laughs) If you're hungry, eat. (laughs) You know what? Cook me a delicious meal. I'm not cooking. (laughs) Jake's over there like. (laughs) Um, Number two, prepare yourself. Okay, take 15 minutes to rest so you will be refreshed. When he arrives, touch up your makeup, put a ribbon in your hair, and be fresh looking. As I said this morning, I chose taking a shit over putting my makeup on. So I missed this memo. Leanne's like, I'll give you fresh. Sorry I don't look fresh for you this morning. Oh, he has just been with a lot of work weary people. Okay. Uh, I literally, I can't look. His boring day may need a lift. And that's your responsibility, bitch. Okay. Uh, Number three, clear away the clutter. Okay, make one last trip through the main part of the house just before your husband arrives, gathering up school books, toys, paper, etc. Then run a dust cloth over the tables. Your husband will feel he has reached a haven of rest. Okay, prepare the children. (laughs) Prepare the children. (laughs) Take a few minutes. Take a few minutes to wash the children's hands and faces if they are small. (laughs) They are little treasures, and he would like to see them playing the part. Oh my god, yo, yo! (laughs) What on earth? Are you ready for the next one? Minimize all noise. At the time of his arrival, eliminate all noise of washer, dryer, dishwasher, or vacuum. You know, because you had to be vacuuming. I don't like hearing fucking appliances when I come home. (laughs) Those aren't for me. Uh, Try to encourage the children to be quiet. Be happy to see him. Greet him with a warm smile. Okay. Do I greet you with a warm smile? Every morning. (laughs) Every morning when I like fart. (laughs) Jake says the first thing I do every morning is fart. Good morning. Uh, some don'ts. Here are some okay. don'ts. Okay, some don'ts. Don't greet him with problems or complaints. Oh. Don't complain if he's late for dinner. <laughs> Count this as minor compared with what he might have gone through that day. Oh my gosh. I, like, if, you, if anyone tried to say this shit to me, it would be on fucking site. Like, we would be going to jail. Like, I would punch you in the fucking face. Make him comfortable. Okay, have him lean back in a comfortable chair or suggest he lie down in the bedroom. Have a cool or warm drink ready for him, whatever the fuck he wants. Okay, arrange his pillow and offer to take off his shoes. First of all, uh, speak in a low, soft, soothing, and pleasant voice. Allow him to relax. (laughs) What? I'm like, some motherfucker? How's your day, bitch? Uh, Listen to him. Okay. Uh, this is hilarious. Let him talk first. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Shut up. Uh, make the evening his. 
Okay, never complain if he does not take you out to dinner. Okay, instead try to understand his world of strain and pressure. His need to come home and relax. You know, you've been fucking cooking and cleaning all day and taking care of the play toy children. It's time for, you know what I mean? Now he needs to relax. Okay. And you need to take care of him. You sure do. Here's the goal. Here's the last one. Mm -hmm. Try to make your home a place of peace and order where your husband can renew himself in body and spirit. And that's it. <laughs> Words to live by. This is what um, they're teaching in, in school. That's tips to look after your husband, everyone. Wow. I hope you take note. <laughs> um, that was seriously being taught in school. Like, I like I know this, but my bra- like I can't. Right. I cannot accept that. Right. Yeah. As no one should. <laughs> As no one should. But that's the way it was, yeah. I know. That's fucking bonkers. In the mm-hmm. year you were born, Lore. <laughs> Can you believe it? The year I was born. <laughs> the 1950s. <laughs> 1875. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's interesting. So, you know what I mean? If you consider stuff like this, that's obviously what the plot of the movie was trying to have a conversation about, which I do, you know, we will give you, you know, accolades for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, if you can't tell this, this whole segment is like, you know what I mean? We're not... (laughs) I hope no one takes this wrong. Like, we're not condoning any of this shit. We're trying to talk about how fucked up it is. And how they can make a horror movie out of it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so that's my lesson. I love it. I love it. Hilarious. It is hilarious. Like, it's not, but, but it, it is. is. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Right. And Bette Midler. Yeah. You would have been Bette Midler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck this shit. I, she's, she was so funny, I got to say. She always steals the show. She does. Uh, you just have to expect it when she's in a movie, but damn. Yeah, she was the only, like, saving grace of this film. Uh, would you like some fun and random facts? I sure would. Okay. Uh, apparently, this movie was doomed from the start. I was not the oh, only no. one that thought this movie was a pile of trash. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of clashing on set between the cast members and director Frank Oz. Oh. Uh, there were many rewrites to the script after Mm. test screenings uh, to cater to the audience, which seemed to only backfire. So Mm. I'm wondering if the ending was one of those. I wonder, yeah. Um, And there were some, like, like continuity errors. Like, at one point, me and Jake were a little confused because at one point, they say it's the nanochip, Mm -hmm. and everyone obviously gets turned back to normal. But in another section, they showed robot bodies, Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm like, I yeah. thought they were, like, completely different people. That's what, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. No? But so it didn't make sense, and I think that's because they kept rewriting things. Okay, And okay. stuff got fucked up. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, didn't like that. Because I believe in the original, they kill the people. And then they're and actually it, robots. Actually robots. That, yeah. I, I believe, I yeah. feel like they tried to take that approach, and then maybe because they rewrote the ending, then it mm. got, like, switched, and they forgot to take out the scene with the—I don't know. It was, oh, like, a little weird. Yeah. Uh, but Nicole Kidman and Matthew Broderick specifically have expressed regret for even being a part of the film. Mm, bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. They're like, mm, yep, didn't like that. Uh, no surprise, really, that it was a box office bomb. Yeah. And received mainly negative reviews. Mainly because of these, like, writing issues. Yeah, though. right, right. Um, it has a 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, 26. Not the worst, but... <laughs> Not the worst, It's but down there. It's down there, yeah. Uh, there are several nods to the 1975 film. Mm-hmm. Have fun finding them. 
because I have not seen the original, so right, I wasn't right, really right, getting right, them. Right, yeah, uh, but I can link an article if you want to know more about that. Uh, speaking of the original film, though, Jordan Peele has named it as one of his influences, mm-hmm. and you can definitely see that. Yeah, it's like a political commentary turned horror. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, I saved this this one for last. Did you for your birthday? Okay. John and Joan Cusack were originally cast as Walter Cresby and Bobby. Oh no! But had to drop out uh, for family reasons. I think I read that their dad was passing uh, away. Oh wow! That would have been a complete that whoa yeah. So that Joan Cusack been. was supposed to be Bette Midler. Oh my gosh! I don't know if she could have topped Bette. <laughs> she couldn't have topped. She, I think she could have done um, Glenn Close's part though. Yeah, she could have been in there. Yeah. Like, she would have made sense yeah. in there. And John Cusack wouldn't have been bad as, as Matthew, like Matthew Broderick. Broderick. I agree. Uh, I but agree. Matthew Broderick did pretty yeah, good. Yeah, he did all right. So I think it, and you know. It ended up being what it was, and they're probably thankful. <laughs> Looks like you guys dodged the old bullet there. <laughs> it was Clinker City. Uh, so that is the Stepford Wives. There you go. Well, thanks for doing that. <laughs> you are welcome. You know, even though it's a pile of garbage, I like it. I know you just wanted to hear me, like, fume. <laughs> there you <laughs> about go. About the But the see, that, that is the point of the movie. It is. Is to get it pissed is. off. Exactly. Yeah. It really is. Um, and Joanna, like Nicole Kidman's character, that's her thing. The whole movie mm-hmm. is she's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. she's rebelling against it all. So, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, I wouldn't watch it again. Right. But I... <laughs> But I appreciated now, what was being said. It's a part of pop culture that you now understand a little bit better. Hey, drag racing at <laughs> 6 a.m. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got. All right, awesome. So that means I'm up. You're up. All right. So I got to pick. And, of course, I have to. I, I mean, I cannot have my birthday without doing my favorite actor of all time, John Cusack. <laughs> you had to bring him in. You know, he's been talked about more on this podcast than any other person. He really has, and he's not in that many magical films. You know what I mean? We've worked <laughs> him in. We've got him in there. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I think I'm running out. Oh, I'm running no. out Shit. of films. John. I don't know. What am I going to do? Come on, Start man. making some more. Start making some more. Exactly. All right. So I am doing Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, let's fucking get it. All right, 2010 American sci-fi comedy. Yes. Directed by Steve Pink. Okay. Which every time I hear his name, all I think of is... Mr. Pink. Mr. Pink and Reservoir Dogs, Steve Buscemi. (laughs) Why do I have to be Mr. Pink? Why can't I be Mr. Purple? (laughs) Story by Josh Hild. Okay. $36 million budget. Mm Mm-hmm. 64.6 64.6 mil at the box office. Okay. All right. 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, really? So not okay. too shabby. Better than 24. Roger Ebert called it a screwball farce that oh. succeeds beyond any explanation suggested by the title. So alert. The raunch factor is high oh, in yeah. this movie. Oh, it's one of those. For it sure. Is. Yeah, it is a dick and fart you know. If you like those kind of jokes, yeah, you'll raunchy, get a chuckle. Raunchy, raunchy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Raunchy movie, but. <laughs> raunchy, raunchy. <laughs> raunchy, raunchy. More up your alley, but hey. <laughs> All right, here's your cast. Okay. John Cusack yes. is Adam Yates. Okay. Jake Rose is 1986 Adam. Mm-hmm. Rob Corddry as Lou Dorshin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooke Bennett is 1986 Lou. Lou. Uh, Craig Robinson. I love Craig Robinson. As Nick Webber. He's fucking hilarious. Nick Webber Agnew. Oh. And Ilu Oyofo, hopefully I said that right, as Nick 1986. Okay. All right. Clark Duke as Jacob Yates. Chevy Chase. Oh, my God. As the repairman. Yeah. Colette Wolf as Kelly Yates and Crispin Glover 
as Phil Wedmire. Oh my god, I forgot Crispin Glover was in this. I know. Okay. He always plays such interesting characters. He really does. Interesting human. Yeah. All right, here's your plot. Okay. We have three old friends who've Mm -hmm. drifted apart. Nick, who works at Sup Dog, grooming (laughs) dogs. I like that. Insurance salesman Adam, whose girlfriend just dumped him. Oh, bummer. And their fuck up friend Lou, who nearly kills himself with carbon monoxide poisoning (laughs) after drunkenly pulling into his garage and jamming to Motley Crue's Home Sweet Home. You know what? He was doing a mean air drum solo. We've all been there. We've all got caught up in the drum solo. We have all done it. (laughs) We have. We all thought we were Tommy Lee. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Although he was using the gas pedal as a drum pedal. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) It's the carbon monoxide (laughs) poisoning. So the three are reunited at the hospital. To see Lou. To see Lou. Okay. And the doctor advises Nick and Adam that they might want to keep an eye on Lou for the next few days, fearing his accident was no accident. Oh, I see. Okay. So the next day, Nick, Adam, Lou, and Adam's introverted nephew, Jake, mm-hmm. head out to Kodiak Valley, a ski lodge. <laughs> it says ski log. <laughs> Lord. Where the three spent their youth getting wild and crazy. Okay. The place is looking a little weathered. A little crusty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Time was not kind. Much like our three characters. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the foursome party hardy in the hot tub. Yeah. Accidentally spilling a drink called Chernobyl. Oh, my God. <laughs> Into the tub's console. The next day, as the crew heads out to do a little skiing, they notice things are looking a little amok. Yeah. A woman in leg warmers. Oh, no. Another woman wearing a where's the beef shirt. <laughs> they made those? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know the where's the beef lady was a hit, but they made T-shirts. <laughs> I like the guy that had the Miami Vice T-shirt oh on. Oh, my God. Yeah. After catching a glimpse of a banner announcing the headliners performing that evening, Poison. Oh, okay, Brett. For, yeah, for their, for their yeah Pittsburgh native. Remember that one time you had a sex dream about Brett Michaels? I do did. I bring this up every day? You do. <laughs> I it's can't a, let it it's go. It's not a dream. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, so. right. Yeah, right. Oh my goodness. That's why she's blushing. Everyone. Oh uh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> was it the bandana? Or what I don't know. What's under it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> one of life's greatest mysteries. <laughs> it is like, where did the Sphinx and the pyramids come from? I think it's like what's a, under Brett Michaels? A wisp of hair. <laughs> Is my guess. A wisp. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, the gang realizes that they must have traveled back to 1986. Yeah. Adam thinks Aston Kolchek is there to punk them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Aging yourself. Nick, Adam, and Lou catch a glimpse of their much younger selves in the mirror. Oh, okay. okay. So they look younger. So, yeah, they are back to being teenagers. Okay, got it. Uh, this is a problem for Jake. Since he has not yet been born. Oh, no. Yes. The hot tub must have been a time machine. (laughs) I love what, doesn't Craig Robinson say it? He's like, it's a hot tub tub time machine. machine. TM. (laughs) Uh, A repairman pops in to tell Mm. them that their hot tub is on the fritz. Yeah. And to be very careful because if one little thing is changed... The whole system will go haywire. The old butterfly effect. Okay. They realize they have to do exactly what they did 20 years ago, or they could cause a butterfly effect. Yeah. And Jake could cease to exist. Not Jake. Not Jake. But as you can guess, things do not go as planned. (laughs) 
Adam has to break up with his girlfriend, Jenny. Okay. She, in turn, will stab him in the eye with a fork. Oh, okay. He, he is conflicted by this. He's like, I would rather not get stabbed in the eye again. Yes. He okay. feels that she was his one true love, he, and he missed the boat. He hasn't had a good relationship since, right? I, I mean, even really? Though she, even though she, she stabbed you? All right. Yeah. Well, he's the one, you know, <laughs> she's the one he let go. Yeah. And he neglects to break it off. Oh, no. Jenny flips the script, breaks up with him. A heartbroken Adam laments by writing breakup poetry. Oh, boy. But becomes distracted by a music journalist named April during the Poison concert. Okay. All right. <laughs> he got over that quick. <laughs> Nick has to perform with his band at an open mic night and have sex with a groupie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he is struggling with cheating on his wife, even though he isn't married yet because it's 1986. Right. <laughs> we come to find out through the plot that his wife cheated on him. Oh, no. And he has pretty much given up everything. His friends, his music, all of it. I'm devastated. I know. Okay. Nick rocks the house at his open mic night <laughs> with a hit song that has not yet been written. Oh, no. Does he rock the house? Running, 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 running. Oh, my God. He chose a Black Eyed Peas tune? <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Lou has to get his ass kicked by a ski patrol douche named Blaine. You know what? All douches are named Blaine. I'm so sorry if that's your name. Blaine. Not you who's listening, but everyone else named Blaine. 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 Uh, who steals his backpack. Okay. But Lou has to get his ass kicked yet again by Blaine later that evening. He's not looking forward to it. Okay. He manages to flip the script and beat up Blaine and have sex with Adam's sister. Oh, oh. Slash Jake's mom, Kelly. Oh, I see where this is going. Right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> So that's a little change up. Uh, Jake is just running around trying to keep the other three right <laughs> on the right path right. so he can be born. Yeah, that would be nice. When he runs into the repairman who tells him that a certain chemical found in Chernobyl yeah. is needed to get back home. Oh, shit. Okay. He realize it, realizes that it was in Lou's backpack. Okay. And Blaine has it. Not Blaine. Not so the douchebag Blaine. They head to Blaine's pad. And Jake interrupts Lou having his sex. Pad. His pad. Jake interrupts Lou having sex with his mom. Yikes. Don't want to see that. No. And realizes Lou is his dad. Yeah, Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> they get the hot tub ready to rock and roll. Everyone jumps on in except Lou, who decides to stay. Oh. And use his knowledge of the future to change the outcome. Fuck the butterfly effect. That's what he's saying. Hey. He's like, fuck it. You know what? Kind of smart. Yeah. When the three arrive back in present day, they find that Lou has changed the future by fronting a little band called Motley Crue. Oh, my God. <laughs> Move over, Vince. The end credits are hilarious because it's all of these Motley Crue photos from concerts. And it's him. With him <laughs> as Vince Neil. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's fucking hysterical. And starting a mega billion dollar company called Lugal. No. <laughs> With his wife, Kelly, and son, Jacob. Oh, my God. I love it. Adam is married to that free spirit, April. Ah. And Nick is happily married and a very successful music producer. Yay. The three friends are quite happy with the outcome of their new successful lives. Hey, there you go. It's all the hot tub time machine. <laughs> yeah, the end. But this movie's pretty funny. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. If you can just, like, roll with the dick and fart jokes, yeah. You know what I mean? You need a good comedy like sometimes, that every once in a while. Yeah, sometimes every once in a while you do need it. All right, here's a few fun facts for you. Okay. All right, when the boys travel back to 1986 and open their suitcases, mm -hmm. Adam, John Cusack, yeah. is filled with drugs. Oh, 
<laughs> Jacob asks, who are you, Hunter S. Thompson? <laughs> good one. Kuzak was actually a good friend friend of Hunter S. Thompson's. A good friend. A friend. And was considered to play him in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas before the part went to Johnny Depp. Really? Okay, yes. John, I love you. But I don't know if you could have done yeah, that. I think that part was made for Johnny Depp. I don't think he had to do much acting. <laughs> I was going to say, I think they were, you know what I mean, walking the same path there. <laughs> uh, at one point, the boys are on... A mountain and a guy skis past talking on a mobile phone yeah. and asks, where's my $2? Oh, my God. A reference to the deranged paperboy in John Cusack's Better Off Dead. 10 out of 10 on that. I love nice. that. Nice. When Adam is writing his breakup poetry and taking drugs, he is dressed like Kurt Cobain during an <laughs> iconic photo shoot by Jesse Froman. And I was like, mm, I'm not going to put that in. But when I watched it, I was like, oh. You, you, you can totally it. tell. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, the boys realize they are back in the 80s. A music video appears on the TV of Paul Simon's You Can Call Me Al. I love that music featuring video. Featuring Chevy Chase. Oh, shit, yeah. Who also plays the repairman in the movie. Okay, great. The band Poison is portrayed in the movie by tribute band Unskinny Bop. No. No. Okay. You know what I mean? If you're going to have a tribute band, don't name yourself after one of the songs that you're tributing. <laughs> I hate it. Words to live by. TM. TM. That's my advice for you all. The long brown coat worn by Adam near the end of the film is just like the one John Cusack wore as Lloyd Dobler in Say Anything. Ah, uh, Okay. A lot of nods to John's movies here. I like, that. That's I like cute. that, too. Um, he, like, co-produced this. Did he really? Or directed something like that, yeah. That's interesting. One of those. That seems unlike him. I don't mm. know why, but mm. he's not in, like, a lot of raunchy comedies. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? He said he took this role simply from the title. Yeah. He was like, I'm <laughs> in school. I'm there. He had me in hot tub. <laughs> yes, yes. So what is my lesson? Oh, my God. I don't know. Time right? machines. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Hey, I know the idea of time machines is very sci-fi concept, so I'm out right there. You did this to yourself, I though. did this to myself. Yeah. So how'd this come about? Is know. there validity to it? You know what? I don't know. Right? <laughs> it's, we all beg this question. We do. Every youngster has probably fantasized about what it would be like if they could travel back or forward in time. Yeah. But it wasn't until H.G. Wells published a book in 1895 titled The Time Machine okay. that began people begging the question, is time travel really possible? Oh, interesting. A decade later, Albert Einstein explained his theory of relativity oh and led people to believe that it may indeed be possible. Get your lab coat. You know what? This, this is say, feeling very sciencey. This is very sciencey. <laughs> Got to get the lab coat <laughs> She's on. She's getting nervous. I'm going to try to decipher <laughs> oh, to the no. best of my ability. Okay. But damn it, Jim, I'm a podcast host, <laughs> not a scientist. <laughs> All right. In Einstein's special theory of relativity, he determined that time is relative. Okay. By the by the name of yes. <laughs> theory of relativity. Yes. I, okay, I'm there. But we're talking time. Okay. In layman's terms, the rate at which time passes depends on one's frame of reference. It passes at different rates for different individuals. Whoa. Okay. This is dependent on a person's position in a gravitational field and their relative motion. What? This okay. is known. <laughs> I know. This is this is deep. And I'm just giving you I'm skimming the top. Right, right. This is known as time dilation. Oh, fudge. And is, oh, fudge. <laughs> nice. And it is best explained in the famed twin paradox. Okay. Okay. So one twin stays home. Yeah. While the other takes a vacay traveling to outer space. 
Okay, okay. fine. Yeah. This twin travels at nearly the speed of light for a decade. Oh, okay. Okay. The time is measured by the twin that stayed at home. Like they were gone for 10 years. Okay, right. Okay. Gotcha. When the traveling twin returns home, all rested and refreshed, they find that the other twin has aged 10 years. Right. But the traveling twin aged very little. Okay. The vacationing twin has jumped 10 years into the future. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Maybe My she's mind is maybe blown. she just refreshed and, you know, <laughs> she's getting ready for her husband. Cuz she <laughs> Cuz she didn't, you know, have to tend to the, you know, the mundane chores of life. Yeah, there you go. You're off vacationing in space. Right. Shit. All right, so Einstein's prediction has now been verified by many experiments. Okay. In the case of the twins, the outcome is very noticeable due to the extreme velocities involved. Like, it's an extreme concept. You are throwing terms at me. <laughs> it is 7 a.m. I'm like, <laughs> Jake, are you getting this? I'm not a science guy. Jake's not I'm even no listening. Bill Nye. <laughs> I'm Jake's no Bill totally Nye. tuned out. <laughs> so because it's like an extreme example. Yeah, right. Right. Um, you know, it's easy to see. But sure. on a small scale, this is happening all around us. Oh, okay. So all it like it happens all the time. So to answer the question, time travel into the future is an inescapable reality a result of the structure of our universe. So jumping forward in time is happening all the time all around us. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if you could see my face right now. I know you're like, uh I'm so, I could be memed so so badly. I'm like, what's it's happening? A beautiful mind. <laughs> now, okay. traveling back in time mm-hmm. and not the Huey Lewis tune. <laughs> I love Huey Lewis. I do too. Huey Lewis in the news. Me too. Freaking awesome. All right, now that's a different story. Okay. And this is way deeper than my tiny brain can comprehend. Okay. So I'm just giving you the tip. Yeah. (laughs) Just the tip. Just the tip. (laughs) Theoretical physicist Kip Thorne. Kip Thorne. Okay, I like that name. Kip Thorne. Theorized that the use of a wormhole. Oh, Jesus. May allow one to travel back in time. Okay, Donnie Darko. Right? Used much like the twin paradox. Yes. Okay, one mouth of a wormhole would travel, <laughs> yeah. and one would stay fixed. Okay. Okay. The, the, the twin imagery that going there. on in my mind right now is not the cutest. I was, th- I was there with you. I was there okay. with you. I was like, yeah. do I have to, is this how I have to put this out there? All right. The moving wormhole would travel for 10 years, okay. allowing Thorne to jump in. And come out of the fixed wormhole 10 years into the past. <laughs> she sang hole so many times. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good band. Good band. All right. Thorne's work got notice. Uh-huh. And scientists began taking the idea of time travel a bit more seriously. And by the mid-90s, many others had stepped forward with some ideas on how to twist and bend time. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. But hold the phone. Oh, shit. Okay. These were only theories. No one was actually laying out the blueprints on how to build a time machine. No one was riding holes. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. No. <laughs> how many hole references can she get in there? There seemed to be a major problemo with the majority of these theories, which was that a kind of anti-gravity gravity, <laughs> anti-gravity called negative energy oh my God. Okay. would be needed to accomplish such a feat. Yeah. And that seemed to prove difficult to come by and the mass quantities needed to go back in time. Share. 
Stop it. All right. So Stephen Hawking was not on board with this notion. No. Claiming okay. the grandfather paradox oh, fuck. would throw a wrench in the whole thing. Mother of Pearl. Okay. What, is the, what is the grandfather parado- paradox, you may ask? Okay. Well, if I traveled back in time yeah. and killed my grandfather, oh, sh- okay. right, I would not be born. Right. So if I was never born, I could not travel back in time and kill my grandfather. Oh, I see. Oh, sheesh. My head is going to explode. All right. Okay. Um, no, I get you, though. Okay. It doesn't, you can't. Yeah, so it can't. it's not possible. Right. All right. So then they start getting into quantum mechanics and travel to parallel universes. Oh, my God. And the theory of quantum gravity. Where the hell is Scott Bakula when you need him? <laughs> um, in the essence of time. Yeah. I will leave you with this. Oh, okay. When Cher asks if she can turn back time. Or the answer is. They're working on it, lady. Technically, yes. They're working on it. <laughs> but we're not there yet. <laughs> you just gotta climb a climb aboard a hole of a worm. Yeah, but there's not enough there's not enough anti-gravity to make it happen. You little smart cookie. <laughs> <laughs> You're so fucking smart. So some time machines in pop culture. Other than the hot tub. Okay. <laughs> the hot tub being the best one of all. Oh, that's right. Uh, the TARDIS. Doctor Who. Uh, yeah, that's that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. The DeLorean in Back to the Future. Okay, cute. The phone booth in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, my God. Someone requested that I do that. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you take that one. <laughs> You're like, no, please. No, I don't want that one. Uh, time displacement equipment in The Terminator. Okay. The Time Turner in Harry Potter. Ah, the Rocky and Bullwinkle show, there's a time machine. It mm. was invented by a dog named Mr. Peabody for his pet human boy, Sherman. Pet human boy? <laughs> I used to watch that as a kid. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I, we always watch the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. Is Rick and Morty time travelers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lord. They have, like, I, I've <laughs> never watched. watched. Yes, you have. Well, you've, yeah, you've subjected me to that a few times. You know times. what? I'm doing it as a witch whisperer. Yeah? Rick yeah. and Morty? Yeah. All right. So that's Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, I love when we try to talk science. I do. It's wow. fucking hysterical. That was sciencey. We shouldn't be allowed. I was like, my brain is going to just explode. Yeah, th- you chose this for yourself. Like, you got like a week off, essentially. You could have done whatever. I know. You're like, let me talk fucking quantum physics. and. Well, who knows that shits and giggles are going to lead to quantum physics. I, I, It was a very interesting lesson, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I'm down with it. Did you understand any of it? Um. Ask me in a few hours. <laughs> let me sleep on it when I let it sink in. <laughs> let me take my I nap. mean, I had to. I'm like, how can I really narrow this down? Like, I understand it. Yeah. But could I repeat what you just said oh, to yeah. me? Probably yeah, yeah. not. Uh-huh. Well, good thing that we're recorded <laughs> and you can go back and listen again and again. You know what? Yes, you're right, Laura. <laughs> yeah, literally anyone who's involved in science that listens to this podcast is probably like, please, God, please. These two are so For dumb. the love of God, <laughs> don't talk science. <laughs> Knock it off. Oh my God, I like that though. Yeah, yeah interesting. That was cute. Interesting. Did you enjoy watching that movie? I mean, that was it's a good chuckle. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah, check it out. It's, it's, <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> she just like blacked out. I was trying to think of some of the funniest parts, but it's all pretty funny. It yeah, is. Just go check it out. It is. Uh, yeah. Him trying to be in Motley Crue is just funny. <laughs> Those ending credits when it's just like, <laughs> like the real concert footage of <laughs> they them. They just superimpose him <laughs> they in it. Superimpose him in Vince. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Ten out of ten. Yeah. All right, you got John Cusack in there, and I did too. Who would have yes. sunk it? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. All right, I thought that my was boy funny. John, love him. 
All right. Well, another birthday episode in the books. Yes. That was a fun time. That was a fun time. And, uh, you know, thanks, everybody, for all the birthday wishes. Thanks for hanging out on my birthday episode. Yeah. Yes. Are you ready for Killer Quotes of the Week? I sure am. Okay. I'll read it this week. Okay. All right. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. As from Gandalf. Jake. <laughs> wow. Jake, did you put that one in there? Yeah, I snuck it in. Oh, nice. No, that was sent in by Steven Spielberg, which is like my favorite <laughs> username. Every time that pops up on our Instagram, I'm like, fuck yes. I love it. Um, that's a good one. And hey, it has to do with, I like that. Yes. Yeah, I like it, that. It, uh, correlates to your time machine talk there. <laughs> and aging. AARP, <laughs> here I come. Laura's like, damn it, I'm having an existential crisis again. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good one. Something to think about. That's right. Chew on that. All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. TTFN. All right, cut, print, check the gate. Moving on. <laughs>